5: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
3: Hey guys, welcome to the third Almost Famous Podcast without Ben Higgins. Sorry guys, this will happen with me. I, I hope you guys miss me in a couple weeks when Jared and I are away for our wedding and our honeymoon.
6: By the way, Jared's here.
3: And I was just about to introduce you.
6: I know, I'm kind of ruining the surprise. I'm sorry that I'm replacing Ben Higgins. I feel like Ben's like a mercedes and I'm kind of like a, uh, you know, like a Toyota Corolla, Jared. That's I, I'll get you from A to B, but I'm not going to be as uh, sexy as Ben when he does it. Jared, come on now. Maybe I'm not giving myself I enough mean, credit, or maybe I, I'm overrating myself.
3: Jared, you are a Rolls Royce.
6: Well, you have to say that you're marrying me. You are. You don't a, want to marry a, a Toyota Rover, Corolla, a Range Rover. A Range Rover? How about a Land Rover Discovery? Jared
3: prefers Land Rovers over Range Rovers. This is his new car ever since we it's the got dream car, enterprise rental. It's the hashtag Land Rover. goals. It is his goals. But I'm like, I heard that these Land Rovers and Range Rovers don't last very long. Yeah, which is quite like unfortunate. 50,000 miles. If you guys are car experts out there, let us know. Well, anyway, the reason that we are recording this episode I without about ben Land rovers for
6: days okay moving on
3: <laughs> we are doing this bonus episode because we are having the most luxurious like most holly i feel like i'm in i feel like i'm in big little lies right now i'm
6: currently drinking a glass of champagne as we speak
3: because like it's so luxurious and so posh we're at this beautiful art jared and my ultimate decor house right now it's
6: like our hgtv dream yes. home heart reached out perfection <laughs> i don't even know how to describe it it's just an overload <laughs> of perfection
3: <laughs> it's all like jared and i want to make our house kind of like craftsman craftsman modern but not like too modern like clean but warm <laughs> uh we have we're in this house where it's got like um what is it called like what are those called? Ceilings? No.
6: You're pointing up.
3: The wood things. Um, beams. Panels? Oh, beams, beams. Beams. There's beams. It's an odd shaped. That's curvature. a weird thing to
6: choose out. This house is awesome. It's got beams. Jared,
3: beams are beautiful.
6: Beams are. You know beautiful, you like. But there's beams. also a fireplace right there that you didn't. That's even... not
3: that. Obs- that's not super unique. Anyway, anyway. I like fireplaces. Welcome to our lives. This is the Ashley and Jared show, and we're just talking the way that we talk. On, mic, or off? Well, we are talking
6: about weddings, so...
3: (laughs) Should we just start, like, let me start kind of fresh right now and saying we are all gathered at this very beautiful Beverly Hills mansion with a lot of our bachelor friends right now because Hulu has put together this amazing, um, we're calling it a summer soiree for us in celebration of their new rom-com-esque mindy kaling produced show four weddings and a funeral they thought of all podcasts who is like who's related who can relate to this show the most and it is the almost famous podcast because four weddings and a funeral so it's kind of like every year on the bachelor we get like four engagements And we get, well, we get more than one funeral.
6: We get a couple funerals. (laughs) Usually the funerals last in the final four. Feels like a funeral.
3: Oh, I was going to say like the ones that like continuously get out of a show without a significant other, kind of like me for a while. What are you talking about? You're you're engaged. I don't mean now. I mean like I used to be the funerals. Or we could,
6: so, well, I was going to say, I guess Nick would be the most polarizing one. Oh man, Nick is
3: probably the ultimate funeral. It's really, it's really, it's, yeah. He's the bachelor funeral. No. Come up with another one.
6: Another, oh God. (laughs)
3: Annalise is at the table behind us.
6: (laughs) I would say, oh, Annalise, she's so sweet. Poor girl. Uh, I'd say Bukowski, not in a bad way, just because Bukowski. So far. Is uh, obviously a prominent name right now. He's back on Paradise. He's After his shots. retirement, he yeah. did
3: retire. He came out of retirement for this season. He's,
6: he's kind of like Jordan coming back with the four or five. Which, if you guys don't remember, Jordan wore the number forty five when he came back from retirement and then went back to his traditional twenty three. I know I'm really okay, catering really to our Bachelor to the audience, audience by right talking now. about 90s NBA basketball. Yeah,
3: but. so we are here in celebration of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Again, it is a Mindy Kaling-produced TV show, and it's on Hulu, and I'm, I'm very excited about it coming out. I did get to see a little sneak peek. It's really good. If you like, you know... Mindy Kaling. Well, yes. Every every girl, I feel like, of the millennial generation relates to Mindy in some way. That's why I said yeah. it. <laughs> okay.
6: If you like her, you're going to like this show. And like, everybody likes her.
3: Hi, I'm cute. I'm funny. I'm awkward. I'm quirky. I'm really unlucky in love. She's the best. Uh, this show is really fun. And a lot of it has the first episode that I got to see revolves around a wedding. And one of the speeches at the wedding was totally butchered as I feel like a lot of them are. Jared and I found out some information this week about the speeches at our wedding, and we would like to regale you with this tale, and we would like your feedback. And if you have passionate feedback, you should email my sister, (laughs) (laughs) because she's the center of the problem. Well,
6: pretty much, story goes, uh, uh, Ashley's sister Lauren is the maid of honor. Obviously, she has to give a speech at the wedding because that's what maid of honors do. She hates public speaking, and so now we're kind of a little bit of in a conundrum because she's very nervous and unsure if she wants to but do it at the wedding or the rehearsal us,
3: dinner. Tell, us, tell her what she told our wedding planner. Well, we'd
6: all, you it know, could have also been the telephone effect. So we found yeah. out this inf- information from our wedding planner, and we guys, we know how this works. One person tells somebody something, and then it gets turned into a different thing, and then they tell them something different. Anyway, point is, from what we heard, she... Ashley's maid of honor wants to do a speech at the rehearsal dinner and not the wedding because it's a more intimate, smaller setting. She's going to feel more comfortable giving a speech rather than in front of, you know, potentially 175 ish people where half of them she might really not know who they are because it might be my side of the family who she has not met yet. Yeah, but
3: it's less. I actually find it less nerve-wracking to talk in front of people I don't know. A room of people I don't know is less nerve-wracking than a whole bunch of people I really care about.
0: Wouldn't you, wouldn't
3: you think?
6: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of high school. But I guess that's a bad comparison. Yeah, I don't I was know. Just... The
3: classes that I felt like the closest to, I'd sometimes get the most nervous with. Because if I didn't really have a connection with them, I'd assume that they weren't even listening. But I do think a wedding is a little different in that case. And also,
6: my friends were far more torturous in high school. You know, my guy friends would just make fun of me for anything. Now, my friends are far more supportive. So I'd rather give a speech in front of them. Because they would just tell me it's good, even, though if, even if I butchered it, just to try to be nice. But back in high school... <laughs> Even if I killed the speech, they'd be like, bro, you sucked. Really? Yeah, you know, it's high school. That's, that's, what, high, that's school what high school Girls boys. Girls don't do
3: that. Um, anyway, so this is just like something that I have been obviously sort of dreaming of my whole life. Like my sister and I have always joked about giving speeches at each other's weddings. And we've always honestly joked about Lauren's stage fright or public speaking fear.
6: What happens if you're not Lauren's maid of honor? <laughs>
3: Jared, that's that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I was just thinking that's about that. How possi- awkward
6: would it be Jared. if you made Lauren your maid of honor, and then in the past couple Jared. of years, Lauren was like, "You know what? I want somebody else."
3: Jared, that's like I'm gonna cry. I'm and sorry. The I weirdest didn't mean thing it. you've ever said.
6: I'm just thrown out. You this know, is questions. you guys.
3: If you like follow my life to any degree, and because you've you listened to this podcast, I feel like you may you know how close I am to my sister. We've lived together for many years. In fact, she just lived with. Jared for the past year, yeah, and you saw us on Paradise together, and you see how close we are. We have a podcast, like what it if doesn't, she, we are like Siamese twins. What if she
6: wants me to be her maid of honor? You know, like now that you're Patrick Dempsey movie.
3: Patrick Dempsey movie.
6: Dempsey, excuse me. I knew that.
3: What is that? What was that called?
6: Maid of honor, but it was oh, spelled M A D E. No, not it wasn't. yes, it was. I will bet ten thousand uh, dollars.
3: Made of honor, M A D E. Yes, all right, was, fine. I'm not even. I'm not even wagering on this because you might be right.
6: Well, that's not fun. It's Maid of made honor, M A D E. All right, feeling good, feeling strong, guys. Okay.
3: Anyway, so I've always joked. I, how many times do I say anyway? I've always joked about my sister being nervous. My friends and I have always talked. About how like somebody else was gonna have to read her speech at my wedding, but now she goes to our wedding planner and she's like, "Um, so I'm trying to get out of giving the speech." I don't think it went down that no, way. It let's not throw her it under the it bus. I, think, I don't think it did either. But that's what he made it seem like a yeah, couple it totally days ago, like... and I was like, "Troy, let's not be dramatic."
6: No, because then we'd have to get a replacement, <laughs> and it's just come on now. No, I think it it she's be just weird gonna suck, she didn't. It but she'll suck it up. she'll suck it up.
3: I guess do. my question for you guys listening is: My sister says that her having to give a speech to the reception is going to ruin her entire day and she's not going to be able to focus on anything else until it's over. Should I just allow her to do it at the reception? Um, or should I allow her to do it at the rehearsal dinner? Should I make her do it at the reception? Or do we kind of find this happy medium where like she records her speech or she lip syncs her speech?
6: <gasps> I know that people are going to really hate me right now, but that's okay. She has to do it.
3: I think she has to do it too. Because
6: I know everybody's going to say that Lauren should feel comfortable and don't make her do anything that she doesn't want to do. Fair enough. I understand that. But at the end of the day, sometimes you suck up your own pride or insecurities to do something for somebody that's very important in your life on one of the most important days of their life. And not for me. She's not doing it for me or anybody else except for you. Yeah, You know? I don't even. Know. We're really dramatizing no, this, we by the way. Really we are. don't even know if she doesn't want to do it at the wedding. We're just creating storylines right now. What if she objects when I before I say I do? Ashley, Jared,
3: who, okay, that's an, that's a question for the next topic. I want to finish this out by saying I think it's like my sister is not a shy person at all. She's super outspoken and blunt and funny and. You know, like she doesn't hide in the shadows. She doesn't come across as a nervous person. So that's why I feel like I don't even believe her fear of public speaking. Because I'm like, Lauren, you're just like you're very out she's not outgoing, but you know, she's not afraid to talk to
7: people.
6: No, I agree. I'm just thinking of people that would object before we say I do. Okay, know. we'll move My on to is- this now. I was thinking Dean would do it. Just to why? mess things up. Just to just to Didn't do he it.
3: say that the other day? I'm going to do it just for like giggles.
6: Yeah, I don't think he'll actually do it, but I think there's a part of him that might just yell it. No,
3: and then he'll smile and all be forgiven. That.
6: No, I know, I agree.
3: If anything, well, I guess we can tell. We can. T- should we? Should we break some news? Should we break some news about our officiant? Um,
6: probably well, I will, not. I
3: will. I will. I will say. I will. I will tease it a bit. So because it is, ugh, what is it today's date? July... Well, tw- let's
6: not give the exact date away.
1: Right. In,
6: in, in, no, in, we are in recording this right August. now. No,
3: no, no, Jared. We are recording this right now on July 23rd. All right. And that's why I'm telling people why we have to make this. We made this decision.
6: Uh, oh, I mean, listen, we've talked a lot of, about it a lot, having Tanner officiate our wedding because he's been very close to both of us and been very close to our relationship and has been there through every step of the way, both him and Jade. Um But uh, Jade's pregnant and we don't know when the baby will come. So we may have had to change some plans. We had
3: to go with our backup officiant. I think we've been pretty open the entire time ever since we found out that Tanner and Jade's baby, we can tell you, is due the same week as our wedding. Okay? The same week.
7: It's right around each other.
3: Uh, So when they told us that back in February... Yeah, I think it was. Uh... We were like, okay, well, we're gonna have to get a backup. And for some reason, I really, truly thought that she was gonna like have the baby a month early. Yeah, and now we're sh- we are a lot closer. Yeah, the
6: to clock's that. ticking now. Well, I think what really changed our mind. One, I think we both thought Jade was gonna have the baby early, just because Emmy came a month early. And for those of you Whole who month- don't know, which probably everybody listening to this podcast knows emmy is tanner and jade's firstborn daughter uh, who came a month early and apparently if a mother has a baby early there's a 20 percent more likelihood that if she gets pregnant again she'll have a baby early again mm-hmm.
3: um but that didn't happen well she she may still have it early have early but not as early as emmy. not as early not a month early so
6: when we found out the news we obviously had to go with the backup officiant or at least plan you know
3: no when when we we kind of gave him into like you know, we gave them, like, until a certain date. We're like, if they don't have the baby by then, then we're probably going to have to go with a backup because we, like, actually have to work on getting our ceremony Yeah, together. now,
6: because we don't want both, you know, both people to have to go through the whole production of, of, of officiating, including, like, what to wear, what to prepare, what to say, things of that nature. So, you know, the date that we kind of set came and passed, and I think Ashley and I had to make the decision of what direction we were going to move forward in, and it kind of sucks because as much as we love the person who's officiating, which I don't want to spoil it because I'd rather just have yeah, it be I that wanna day. Yeah, I want to
3: keep it. I want to keep the surprise now.
6: And we we love him. I mean, I can't speak highly, you know. Uh, I, we speak so highly of him. Um, he's just an awesome, awesome person. And uh, we're very excited. I'm very excited to be standing at the altar with this particular person. Um, but of course, there's a part it's of me that's really ben, sad. It's not Ben, though. We have to say that. No, it's not Ben. Um, it's, uh, it's somebody that we talked a lot uh yeah sorry and
3: uh people i remember when i first we first said it was tanner people got annoyed at me because back before we were together i had one time made a passing comment on the on the podcast that Mm -hmm. i would love to have beneficiate my wedding that would i think that would be wonderful of course but now that it's jared and i together there were other people that i felt like had been more involved in Jared and I getting together.
6: Yeah. I mean, everybody knows the history, you know, if if they're fans of you, they know the history of our relationship. And so I think there have been certain people within that time period that have been very instrumental in not only our relationship and engagement, but our friendship as well. And I think when we got together and got engaged and we're deciding who we want to officiate our wedding, we were thinking about those people that had been so integral and not that Ben hasn't been, but I think, um, there's just been other people that we thought of that were like, okay, this is the person that we want there that I want standing at the altar with me because they've been there every step of the way. And
3: we knew that their tone of the ceremony that they put together is going to be like, just a tone that we feel personally yeah, bonded
6: now, I, to. I, I can't wait. I mean, he already told us what the first thing he's going to say is. We
8: busted out laughing. And
6: I mean, crying. And so <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm just excited for the wedding to get here because we're, we're you know, the clock's ticking now. It's almost here. And it's just been a lot, really stressful. And I think it's it sucks because anybody who's planning a wedding, I think, has been at this point now. Where everything is just becoming logistics and about money and number counting. And it just, you kind of like forget, holy crap, we're getting married here soon. Mm -hmm. And we're getting bogged down with so many different materialistic things that I can't even enjoy the moment because we just got to like get through this. And that's what really stinks. It's like, okay, well, we just got to hurry up and get through these things and then. We'll enjoy, you know, the time after that. But the time after that is going to be like three days before the wedding. And so that's, I think, the hardest part. Because you put so much time, at least Ashley and I have put so much time and effort into this wedding, trying to make it the best we possibly can um, for us, our guests, uh, and just make it, you know, the wedding we've always dreamed of. Um, that uh, it sucks that we're so stressed out by it now. And so, I don't know. I think both of us have been trying to take a step back and... Enjoy the moment.
3: Mm-hmm. But We don't want Jared to make it seem like this is a funeral. <laughs> but we do want to thank Hulu for bringing us together tonight to celebrate their new show, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Four Weddings and a Funeral is a new Hulu original series produced by Mindy Kaling. The four main characters in the series are friends from college. Maya lives in New York, while her other three closest college friends are in London.
6: One of your closest friends lives in New York.
3: I have a couple of friends of New York. I mm-hmm. have one in state, one in the city, and I really only get I get to see them like a couple times a year at big events, like my bridal shower that we just had. So the wedding is bringing people together from like all different parts of the country, and that's one of that's one of the things we're most excited about.
6: Nobody from London as of yet. No. But you never know what's going to happen in the the next few weeks.
3: No, but you can catch the premiere of the new rom-com series, Four Weddings and a Funeral, July 31st, only on Hulu. What keeps baby skin healthy? For Trusted Protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
2: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
3: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
2: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
3: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like... This is so awful, but I I do, like, need to do it. <laughs> um, But the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of, like, the every other week or whatever, I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like, there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have, like... Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down.
2: Therapy has always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally, if nothing else. It's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
3: Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Now we are joined by a couple who, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but could have a wedding in their future. They've been together Ooh. for a year now. We are joined by Joe and Kendall. Yeah. Hello there. Hello. Hello, hey hello. guys. So we were talking about wedding speeches a, a minute ago. Have you ever been to a wedding where there was somebody who just bombed the speech? Yes. yes. Okay, <laughs> tell your stories.
5: Go first. You go want first. me to go first? Okay, so it was my cousin's wedding. And it was my cousin, she cried the entire speech. Well, that's, but not because that's she cute. was sad. Not because she was sad, because she was so nervous. And she <laughs> couldn't deliver the speech. And I know how that is, because I do get nervous, but she was it was so bad. And it went on for I hope she doesn't listen to this actually, but she, it w- <laughs> she probably will. It went on for like twenty five minutes where people were what? like, Oh my God, this is
2: horrible.
5: And a part of me wanted to get up and stop it but i didn't um and then that's really that's how 25 minutes 25 of
3: crying because she was standing up there you would think that she just and i just sit down she
5: went through the entire speech was probably like two notebook pages full of you know she did and she didn't want to you know she couldn't give it up hold on i'm not joking so how i'm i believe every second every word how long were her
6: crying episodes? So she would like say a paragraph, cry for three minutes, and then no, go I, on? I would
5: say she would say maybe two sentences, and then cry.
3: Are you sure she wasn't just overly emotional? Why do you think I mean, it was could, crying from she,
5: nerves? Because she was shaking.
3: Okay, so she was nervous, but uh, she's I just mean, an emotional wreck. It, but
5: it, she, it was her cousin. I mean, who gets really that emotional when about a cousin, a cousin. When a cousin yeah. gets married? Maybe I mean, they're close, cousin. but it wasn't like just like a regular cousin getting married and she's giving a speech. But she was nervous. There was a lot of people there. It was like four hundred people there. Oh, whoa! That's a no, four- big I wedding. Four
8: hundred people too.
5: Hmm.
8: Your I'd be story? nervous. Oh, oh. I thought I'd be nervous in front of four hundred people. Too. No,
5: I. She. I mean, yeah, but it was still the worst speech I ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Okay,
8: sure. Kendall. How about yours? Um, I actually used to be. A wedding photographer assistant why do i feel like you could basically go through the most random occupations and
1: Kendall be done like, it
3: i've, I've of, done
8: that i've had literally so many different weird jobs but yes i was a an assistant for t- photographer for weddings and so i've seen a lot of different speeches um the worst speech i feel really bad because i think it was the um bridesmaid i'm oh, sorry the maid of honor and i feel like she really tried to be funny in her speech but her entire speech, she was saying how she didn't like the groom when they first met. And she's like, yeah, I used to call, he ate so many bananas. I used to call him a monkey. And no one laughed. Like, literally yeah, no one funny. laughed. <laughs> yeah. And we were just sitting there like, ooh. And then she's like, yeah, I just didn't like him when we first met. And I was like, oh, you don't whatever. deserve my friend. And she just kept going. And no one was, like, laughing at all. She's like, Huh. ha.
3: God, and, there was uh, a there that was th- the speech basically that we at the wedding we were at in January. What was he
6: saying? Though I don't remember specifics. He
3: was the brother of the bride, and he was just
6: total hardo. You know what I mean? Like hardo,
3: like like a hard like <laughs> a hard no. like a tool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. That's he what was I railing think. on the groom, and we thought he was gonna like lighten up and turn a corner. He but was he never the did.
6: bride's brother.
8: Oh, so he had like a little, some little,
5: so he had a little,
6: I don't know who let him speak, (laughs) but he was just, I mean, everything. It wasn't even funny. It was just like, yeah, the groom's a dick.
3: Yeah. I was like, he's a (gasps) dick. And then just silence. And you're
6: like. Wait, was that am I am I supposed to be laughing? It was right one now? of those
3: moments where everybody at the tables were looking at each other, and being like, "Oh God, we feel so bad oh. for that."
6: Oh, it was fantastic!
5: It was great. I thought it was the best speech I ever heard.
3: <laughs> the entertainment value. <laughs> oh, you guys perfect. look forward to my the speeches at weddings.
5: I look forward to actually giving one.
3: Oh, oh, how many have you done?
5: I've never given a speech at a wedding. You know, <laughs> but how I'm, I'm, give I'm looking. Guy fo- I mean, that's like. I really want my brother to get married for that, for that selfish reason that I could get go up there and be like,
8: I like you'd rock how's everyone
5: speech. doing tonight?
8: Oh, yeah. He like, took a whole stand-up comedy s- spot. Do
5: you do stand-up now? <laughs> um, Are you trying to do it? A... Mi- I might get back into it.
8: Ooh. I
3: did it.
5: Back into it? Yeah, I did it before I did the whole reality.
3: Can, I, I was going to say, like, can we talk about growth here? You were the most nervous man coming out of the limo. Well,
5: I wasn't good at stand-up, <laughs> but, I, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I love the parts. Uh, I love the wedding speeches. They're my favorite part of weddings. And I don't understand why so many people are like, oh, it's the speeches. Are they over yet? I'm like, they're the best part. it's the best part. That's how you hear the whole entire
8: backstory of everything. Like, Mm -hmm. that's like the whole fairy tale that leads up to the actual moment. Like, Mm -hmm. that's very much worthy of time. Mm
3: -hmm. Have you guys planned out who would give speeches at your, you know, weddings in your head?
8: Oh yeah, I would have my sister hands down give a speech. My so twin sister. We
3: were talking about how my sister is too nervous to give a speech and wants really? to do it at the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, she's how messed up is that? I'm she's we're gonna force her. She doesn't seem
8: like a nervous person. That's exactly I why I said yeah. she can't get away with it. Oh, she she'll feel fine though. I think once she gets up there, it's just, yeah. Hopefully, she won't cry and shake the entire time like the person Joe was talking she'll, about. She'll probably be up there for
6: twenty five minutes just saying nonsense as she's crying uh oh. <laughs>
3: have you guys talked about it well, well, you guys wait we didn't talk <laughs> wait who do you want to give <laughs> oh, yeah? us yeah. at your wedding I, I
5: would have my brother mm-hmm. i only have one sibling so, so and we're really close brother? yeah is he still in chicago he is he's a policeman
6: mm-hmm.
5: policeman in chicago that's a badass
6: yeah that's go. a tough that's a that's tough, a tough gig in right Charlotte there city. yeah um all right so you guys have been together for yeah. a year now wow. Yeah, wow it's been a
3: year <laughs> Have it's you not weird. noticed? Do you guys know what your uh, <laughs> <laughs> anniversary is? Because no, we, we don't, do not we know. We like no. have
8: weird anniversaries. Yeah, we
5: don't really know. Because I think
8: August, I think sometime in August, that's when we officially announced that we are together. Yeah. I've known you for over a year.
5: Yeah, we've been living, t- We've
6: basically, Literally.
8: I
5: met Kendall, I've been living with her ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it, is it, how's living together?
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, it's great. I would just say it's easy. I mean, that's, I think that's how you can tell a relationship works, is when you live together, you feel like, ah, it's just fun, you know?
6: It is. Yeah, yeah. I always find that with Ashley and I, one of the best things about our relationship is that I never really feel like I need time away from her. There's past relationships where I just feel like I need to be away from this person for a little while just to kind of get some air. But it never, a lot of the times when I'm with Ashley, there is this sense of being alone, Mm -hmm. but... Not.
3: It's super weird. Yeah, I can understand that. It's a
6: great feeling though, because it it, there's there's really has not been a moment yet where I've thought I need to get out of the house.
3: That's Mm -hmm. great. Sometimes I feel like you are at that point,
8: but it's nice to know that you feel like you've (laughs) never gotten
3: there.
6: (laughs) Not out of the house, maybe out of the
5: room. Yeah, I I never feel like I have to. Joe will literally
8: go on a 15 minute run. I'm like, when are you coming back?
5: Like what happened today? And
8: (laughs) it did happen today. She
5: missed me. I went on 15 minutes.
8: Well, because I like jumped on a bed and hurt my neck. So I haven't. Been yeah, able let's to talk run about that.
5: That yeah, she's jumping on bed still. <laughs> yeah, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Come so, on,
6: hold guys. On. You know how
8: you buddy. jump on the bed. Come on. <laughs>
6: hold on. So Joe went for a run. Okay. And you thought this is a great opportunity for me to jump on the bed by myself. No,
8: I jumped on the bed previous to the run yeah. and I hurt yeah. my neck so I couldn't go on a run because it irritated my neck too much. Are you I... talking
6: about like Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone jumping on the yes, bed? So I was trying it to it do a slow motion video. It she was getting mad was at
5: me it. that it was I wasn't jumping on the bed. And then I tried to leap over the table and jump on the bed <laughs> and I almost broke my
8: head. What we do to freak for freaking social media. You there know, you We're go. putting our body at jeopardy. Absolutely. I kind of want to be able, able to fly behavior.
6: on the wall in your household right now.
8: <laughs> it's It's a lot of fun. Fun, a lot Of fun it is. A lot of
5: pillows and jumping on beds and pillows. You
1: guys
6: had a lot of pillow pillow fights. Well, like, well, yeah, of we pillows. Sh-
1: initially
5: it was supposed to be a pillow fight, and then yeah. it went from a pillow fight to jumping on the bed. Then
8: it turned to something else. And then wow. I'm Ooh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, I know,
5: it's
3: getting hot in here. Get, get, Holy, moly. I was right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jared and I need to like start getting like our hearts up more. At our, guys, was, it was like, a nap.
8: What do, you, what do you think I'm talking about? we have we have
5: very healthy, you know,
8: babe. I'm just saying We do you know
5: <laughs> We get it on
8: Someone take the wine Away from this guy <laughs> All right, this is I don't like, I've been not- drinking Lemonade <laughs>
6: I just want to keep. I just want Joe
5: to keep talking right now.
6: Me and keep,
3: too. I'm yeah. all red. i to come all out next. Joe has really come out of his shell since we met him on this the Bachelorette. Yeah,
5: yeah. it really was very enjoying. hard. I remember when you first interviewed me.
3: Oh my god, it was you were the hardest interview I've ever had.
5: Yeah, I was. I wasn't easy, but.
3: <laughs> and now it's just
8: flowing. <laughs> now yeah. you can't get him to stop talking. I like it. I'm like Joe,
5: how was how was your time on the Bachelorette? I'm like, that ah, was cool. You know. <laughs> so oh, he
8: met the love of my life. <laughs> oh no, not Bachelorette. That was Paradise.
5: No, yeah, Paradise, Bachelorette. not Bachelorette.
8: Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, no, I didn't even
5: meet the Bachelorette. <laughs>
3: well.
5: Did you talk to her that <laughs> yeah. night? Little we'll
3: stand-up
8: right you, there. Yeah, <laughs> he did, and she
3: said that he was—he was, was so nervous that it was like actually a turnoff for her, which is why he didn't get through that night.
5: Oh, that's what she said. Okay,
3: <laughs> huh. that's I okay. I'll remember that one. Thanks. Oh, maybe I'm putting words into Becca's mouth. No, it probably
5: was. It All was right. probably a turnoff. She well, was we probably
3: are. like,
8: "If we, you know, just it we'll was bad. couldn't couldn't have an no, easy, flowy conversation." I loved that Joe was nervous. I mean, I think the first time we hung out on paradise he brought me this whole plate of fruits and vegetables and started like naming all the different fruits and vegetables and he was so sweaty
5: i was sweating and i in, and then i knew <laughs> that i was sweating and she called me out on it and it just kept coming and i'm like oh my i thought
8: God, it was so cute this though is so bad okay, this guy's well hydrated like- <laughs> <laughs> for, on the
5: bachelorette for becca's i i walked up to her i'm like um well, so like what's your pet peeve <laughs> and then after I said it I'm like oh my god What'd you I, say? Sound like, I sound like my grandmother right now <laughs> and she was so confused she's like what she's like, well, what's your pet peeve I'm like um, when people stand in front of me at the airport waiting for their luggage what
8: you mean at the <laughs> I know, parasol I, yeah, I do have t- something to say about that yeah. i hate when people walk right in front of you when you're trying yeah. to get your luggage it's like this is my lane get out oh, of my Jared, lane i agree with you you had a guy he said the
3: other day like the, the dr- bag dropped and he goes excuse me my that's my bag and the guy literally
8: just kept standing there
6: i mean it yeah, was destiny. la what a, did i expect him to be nice to me that's i'm in true. the wrong yeah. town that's <laughs> true
8: it's like my bag is far superior to your bag. That's a weird pet peeve. <laughs> <laughs> that and the people at Disneyland that walk really slow. Oh yeah, one slow thing that, walkers are bad. One thing that Joe's had to learn about being in a relationship with me is that my family goes they, to, Disneyland we go to Disneyland a Disneyland lot. Week. My, <laughs> my dad works for Disney, so we're always going to Disneyland. So we have to deal with the slow walkers of Disneyland.
5: We had to have a serious conversation. We did actually have a very serious conversation. The fact driver. that I told him, "Like, listen, I just." I can't keep going to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs>
8: She's like, I'm a grown adult. I was we don't like, even That's have the kids.
3: more reason why you should go. Jared wants to go to Disneyland and especially Universal Studios well, yeah. way more than we do.
6: Well, they just, uh, <laughs> the Jurassic World ride just opens.
3: opened. Oh, <laughs> but specifically I would love to see Orlando. That. He doesn't want to go around here. He wants to take a trip to Orlando just for the theme park.
6: Well, Orlando's is far better. That is okay, an Orlando experience. Orlando is way
8: better. Also, Harry Potter, the Harry That's Potter land yeah. is way totally better. better. I mean, I haven't been, but I've heard stories. Oh. The difference, uh, Gringotts Bank is immense. there. Yeah,
6: you're you're missing out. Disney girl.
8: World is even way better than Disneyland. I'll just say it. I think everyone's thinking it. It's massive. <laughs>
6: oh, it's way better.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
6: There's yeah. four different parks in Disney World. Yeah, Disneyland. It's like a little a puddle.
8: I mean, they opened up Star Wars World, Galaxy's which was, Edge, which yeah, is yeah. really. I mean, anyway, I, anyway,
3: we
5: don't have to talk about yeah, Star Wars. About Disney it gives me anxiety. Anyway, <laughs> Disney. World.
3: Anyway, let's go, I had, back, I to go back to yours. To weddings, w- I had, yeah. Well, well. well Okay, fine. Jared, you ask the next question, then I have the next one. All right. Well,
6: I was just going to say we're talking about Hulu's four weddings and a funeral. So we're talking about weddings here. You guys have been together for over a year. You're in the bachelor world, so being together for a year is is pretty much like growing old together. (laughs) Is there an engagement? uh, Have you guys talked about the future kids' engagement, marriage? Yeah, we actually. Or you guys just keep having a- pillow fights.
8: <laughs> that's a part of the engagement. Which is a
6: fantastic thing. Not saying a bad thing. You
8: said that's part of the engagement. There's gonna be like a ring inside the pillow, and I'll like get hit in the head with it. No, <laughs> but we. I mean, we talk about. I mean, I guess I feel like since we've met, engagement has been a part of the conversation, which yeah. is weird. It be- yeah it's being just so bachelor
6: it's bachelor world you know
8: yeah and we've also I mean I think we're each other's longest relationship we've ever been in mm-hmm. so
6: really yeah
1: That's yeah.
8: interesting for both of you yeah. a year is your longest Yeah. yeah a year is my longest too
3: yeah. And we've been together for a year and, and a, we, a half. We've been together we've, for a year and a half. Yeah. Well, actually, my longest. I was about to say you your math made up, no sense there. My longest up, relationship my is a year. <laughs> <laughs>
6: we've been together for a year and a half.
3: <laughs> my real, real relationship that was beyond a few months.
6: Yeah, my longest relationship is four years. Yeah. It was a big one. That's Ooh, that's yeah. long. A long time ago, yeah. early twenties. Yeah, was
3: young. It was yeah. like nineteen to
5: twenty-three. Yep. So there will be an engagement in our future if we last four years. This is before true. Years. Four before years? the four years. I'm saying before the four years. Do you oh, okay have four years.
3: a timeline? Not um, really. Well, I mean, for
5: me, I would definitely, I want it to be a surprise. Okay. This is so true. So I'm hoping to do it on the next season of The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I want it to be a surprise. And I feel like we are, I mean, we are very much in love and we have a great time. and yeah. We enjoy living we're together. are so. like
8: comfortable with the idea of engagement. Yeah, I would say.
5: I mean, it you know it could come any day now, but oh wow, it's going to be a little bit. Is it <laughs>
6: happening right now? Joe's <laughs> getting down on his yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> He's getting something from his pocket. <laughs>
3: like a play right. by
8: play. <laughs> My last question for you
3: guys, kind of, well, in this in this Hulu show, Four Weddings and a Funeral," the groom is kind of in love with the bride's best friend. Oh dang And there's like a lot of awkwardness at their wedding that you see at the end of the first episode. And I'm thinking that would have been one of the circumstances. Oh, it's kind of this kind of how it is. Um he was like I'm I don't do. Like I I'm not doing. I'm not going to marry you. How have you ever been to a wedding where...
6: Does anybody know what the hell she's talking
3: about? <laughs> I don't about? do.
8: Not like I do. No, like I, I do not do. I don't do. I, I don't, I do, Jared. I don't do, do, Jared. I don't do. What do you
5: mean do. I don't do? like you don't I do, do. you? I, I do? do? No, like I backed out. Yeah, like, yeah. so he yeah. says no I don't do? No, he, yeah. just, he, says,
3: he, just, say he just says... He doesn't actually
5: say that. He just
8: says no. no. I, 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 yeah, no. He says no. Okay,
5: I got it now. I don't want to marry you. I don't love you. I love your sister. Got it.
8: I have a twin sister, so... (laughs)
5: Yeah, that's true. This kid... This is... Well, this...
3: That's a whole other conversation.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever been to a
3: wedding or heard stories where somebody either says, I don't, they back out the day of, or somebody who says, I object? I actually did a whole podcast episode, and if you're really interested, you go to my other podcast and and search it, but we did a whole episode of people um, with objections at the altar. Wow. Okay. And there were surprisingly got enough stories for a whole podcast episode. Uh, Joe's nodding his head over here. Though. I have a great one. Okay. Really? Go for it.
5: I personally don't know the guy, but I heard this. Ooh. Okay. So the day of the wedding, he found out like a week before the wedding that she was sleeping with someone else. <gasps> this is usually how it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what he did was, oh. and he got, he had pictures of them oh. together, like sleeping together. So he printed Who out a bunch took of pictures. These pictures? He pr- printed out a bunch of pictures, put them underneath all the seats <gasps> at the wedding. Oh my
3: god, this is worse than the story I was going to share. And then,
5: as he was about to say "I do," he called her out. I think they had a projector screen or something, and boom! And he said, "Like, look under your seats. Um, she's, you know, whatever. Yada yada yada." And yada, then yada. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know, yada yada over sex, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that a Seinfeld quote or something? It is. It
5: is. on. It is. And. And he walked out. Wow! And that was it. So
3: That's the story, oh yeah, the story that in. I heard was very similar. When the bride was supposed to read her vows. She ended up reading text messages <gasps> between the groom and the mistress. That's Guys. awesome. That's, like oh, such that's an expensive. A good one too. <laughs> that's a good one Such an expensive, an expensive way to break up. Like we're
8: still having dinner afterwards like, you <laughs> know. They said that they did. They went and
3: partied afterward. Like
8: they took advantage of it. Yeah, I mean you have to.
5: I mean you only live once, so <laughs>
8: Yeah, yeah. yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> Find
5: out your spouse is cheating. Just do it
6: at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Dispose him at the wedding. That's
8: like a whole other Yolo. level of cold. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff guys. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Joe Kendall, thank you for joining us. Of course. Thank you on for this very it. special four weddings and a funeral episode but of the Almost Famous podcast.
6: Yes, and Joe, before you go, we heard something really cool that you're doing.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have a clothing line that I will be dropping August 1st. It's called Frown Clothing. You can follow us on Instagram at Frown Clothing. Why Frown? <laughs> Why Frown? Yeah. So, Frown, we are doing the word frown upside down. And we have partnered with a charity called Smile Train that Aww. fixes cleft lip So, oh, it's it's incredible, yeah. And we have hoodies and t shirts, and we're gonna drop a bunch of different
7: items of clothing,
5: and we're spreading smiles, yes. And I'm assuming they they can, a little positivity in this negative social media world, totally. And I'm assuming everybody can find that on your Instagram, and you can definitely find that on my Instagram and on our Instagram at Clothing. Awesome.
3: Why was cleft lips a thing for you?
5: Because it went, it just went hand in hand with what we are trying to Spread. do with just, yeah, with smiling and it works. Yeah. And smile trains a great, um, charity. They're awesome. Awesome. Amazing. We're excited. August 1st, August 1st, check or, it out or August 7th. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 within the First week of August.
6: Keep everybody on their toes. Stay tuned guys. August 1st or 7th.
3: <laughs> I know you guys are going to watch four weddings and a funeral after this podcast because you've just heard it talked about too much for you not to just break your curiosity and click on it when you see it on Hulu. It's under their original series. Relationships are forged and broken. Political scandals are exposed. London social life lampooned. Love affairs ignited and doused. And of course, there are four weddings and a funeral. Of course, Duffy has a secret crush on Maya. And Craig is trying to help. A secret crush. Have I ever had a secret crush? I feel like all of my crushes in high school were secret. I never told my friends about them. What about you, babe?
6: Oh, yeah. We talked about this on a podcast a while ago about a crush you had in high school, but you never had the guts to tell them that you actually liked them.
3: No, that was in grad school. No. For <laughs> me,
6: oh, well, for me, it was a high school oh, girl. Oh, yeah. Well, then we like, did this episode I before s- we were together. Yeah, I sent her flowers on Valentine's Day. I don't know if you guys remember that. In mm-hmm. high school, you were able to like send little chocolates or flowers to like somebody's homeroom desk i did that and then i didn't have the guts to tell her i liked her and i was like oh i just i just wanted you to have a good day
3: you're just such a cute little it chubby was kid terrible you can catch all the drama in four weddings and a funeral a new rom-com series produced by mindy kaling premiering july 31st only on hulu what keeps baby skin healthy For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
2: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
3: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
2: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
3: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I...
7: Having no closure, it kills you.
4: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season 2 of The Girlfriends, our lost sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got
1: you, <laughs>
4: Hey guys, we are joined
3: now by Heather Martin from Colton Season. I'm sorry, but you were notoriously known for having your first kiss with Colton. Yes. So now I gotta ask, how do you feel about couples practicing their wedding altar kiss?
9: Practicing it? Don't you feel like you need to practice it before getting up there? I've never heard of that in my entire life. Neither
6: have I, and I'm getting married in a little while
3: um well, what are you talking about babe we were talking about how you better not pick me up there
6: that was a joke of course i'm not gonna peck <laughs> you.
3: he does now we joke now he pecks me in real life and he goes okay let's go like he pretends wait. as
9: if he's <laughs> wait is that a thing to practice yeah i have never heard of that my neither dad.
6: have i i think ashley's making this
9: up i want to make sure that we have like, like a tasteful kiss? romantic kiss what does that entail like what is a tasteful a like real
3: you- lip lock but no sure. tongue
9: Okay,
6: that's fine. Do we need to practice? Are you that? practice? I feel like we've done that no a million times. I mean, timing—how
9: um, long it'll be? How Does long? It, you want it to be, be like right. absolutely perfect? Is that what you're saying? I think it should be. I, I think,
3: think it should be rehearsed like once or
9: twice. Interesting. Sure. I've never thought about that ever.
6: I never. Th- I just thought kissing was kissing. Whatever feels right in the moment, babe. If a peck feels <laughs> right, I think I think we should just do it.
3: There's a couple things that I tell Jared if he were to do on our wedding peck me at the altar <laughs> and then put too much gel in his hair. I'd be like, "Okay. I'm mad."
6: Good lord in heaven.
9: Would you rather have would you rather have a peck or like him like go at it? Like which one's? I'd rather him go at it. Of
6: course. Yeah.
9: Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Tori's yeah.
6: shaking her head.
9: Okay, yeah, yeah. You'd rather oh, Tori, you'd rather have you, a peck at
3: the altar? Could you imagine oh. seeing
6: a bride and groom or any couple uh up there just give a peck as if they don't Passionately love each other on the on their wedding day. I'd rather <laughs> see like tongue saliva. Oh no, I think of Peck
9: too. I think of Peck too.
6: No, what Peck is like? Do they like each other?
3: When I watch so. wedding shows, like <laughs> wedding docu series, I always they I I have seen some sloppy, gross kisses yeah, at the altar. Like- I'll say that. That's not that's not appealing. No
9: one likes it. No, no one likes it.
3: No, nobody likes it. But
9: her. Peck is true. You think, like, do they actually like it Yeah, it's oh, like, no. come on, guys, it's
6: your wedding day. I know you're getting married, but at the end of the day, let's show some emotion and passion here. Yeah. Anyway, Heather, you uh, were on Colton season. What are you up to yes. now? Have you have you kissed anybody else? In Colton <laughs> she <season>? hasn't.
9: <laughs> Everyone asked me that. That's yeah, I feel question. so bad. I know. No, go. I have not. I have not. She. Aww. I asked her
3: this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No.
9: Well, no. one,
6: it's it's obviously your choice. It has to be. You of are a striking, beautiful woman. Thank you. It's true. I'm saying that to be nice to Ashley. Don't kill me. Like <laughs> it's true. It's died. true. No, it's 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 always like this weird thing now that cuz I I like to compliment everybody, but it's weird as if, as I an engaged man. don't feel weird
3: for you to complimenting. Anyone. All right, great. Perfect. Yeah. As long as you don't you feel shouldn't weird. shouldn't feel weird with me complimenting anyone.
6: <laughs> it depends on how you compliment
8: him. <laughs> he does. He doesn't like it. It though.
6: depends. Because there'll be times where we're watching The Bachelorette and somebody will say, like, oh, that guy's sexy. And Ash should be like, I know, he is sexy. And it's like, you're not allowed to say sexy about any other man besides <laughs> me anymore.
3: Sometimes I feel like th- I've just like slipped out things. Like when we we're with our, like, you know, bachelor friends, like I think I've said to like Ben and Dean, I'd be like, you look great. You look so good. You look so good today. Like outfit looks awesome. Your hair looks nice. And I can see oh, Jared no, you, here. Yeah.
6: She doesn't say your hair looks nice. You always, <laughs> you always like compliment their looks or how good looking they are. And it's like, all right, Ash, settle he down. No, see, he doesn't, like, down. He doesn't
0: you know, like it. I can't you know, like do it. the compliment
6: thing. Uh, compliments to a certain extent. I think every person, a lot of people feel the way I do. Yeah. You know, where you're in a relationship and you're like, all right, so, you know, take it back a little bit. But I feel like you're that's kind of who Ashley
9: anymore. is, though. Yeah. You kind of compliment everyone in general, yeah. right?
6: Well, I think... Ashley and i have actually talked about this we both a lot. do
3: that. we both make people feel good by yes. truly telling them about like what we find very appealing about them but
6: i think ashley ash god they i used
3: to call me a flurgeon on the show they used to call <laughs> you are, a flirty virgin that was what the producers <laughs> called
9: well, you're very
6: yeah. flirty and you're also it's gonna sound i hope this doesn't sound bad you're kind of a fangirl
3: yeah, that's not sound bad at all. But when being a fan girl, a fangirl, <laughs> but
6: when you see someone who you view as, you know, very good-looking boy band or whatever, you know, your type is, you you end you end up fangirling over them and
3: well, it's, it's also not, like my role as host.
6: I know. <laughs> but I, I, I remember it caused it I'm not even gonna lie it caused issues in our relationship early on
3: there was a couple moments where he was like I got pissed I can see the way that you look at him
6: and it's oh, like really? I know it's I, I know nothing would ever happen it's yeah. not it's not that I think that you would cheat on me or anything like that it's more imagine if I looked at a woman the way you look at some guys
3: uh, <laughs> see I argued this with Jared I think when guys look at girls and like they like think about their appearance mm-hmm. when guys talk about a girl's appearance it's more like Oh, she's hot. I'd like to bang her. With girls, it's like, oh, he's hot. I want to look at him. I agree.
9: I totally agree. That's a double standard. No, it's not a double standard. That's a double standard. We're
3: not as sexually oriented when it comes to like visuals. We need like a lot more to be like sexually attractive. So if
6: I looked at a girl the way that you look at some guys and I know that it's not... Any like I know you love me and you find me very attractive I tell you
3: that you're the hottest person I know, I've ever that's seen every I'm, single day <laughs> I know and you're
6: so supportive and so um uh, you hype me up yeah all the time, and I love you about that, but if I looked at girls the way sometimes you look at guys just in terms of that that awe <laughs> you would you you would you would st- you would kill me.
3: <laughs> I do think it's a double standard, there's, though, because yeah. girls do that all the time. Like actors, musicians, girls who are married and mm. so happily married can just go off about like how much they have like a crush or like they're fangirling over somebody. But it's a double standard. But I think there is a certain innocence to our crushes that guys don't have innocence. It, about.
9: it does feel different. It, it totally is a double standard. Like it totally is. But there's something different about it. There really is. This is absurd. There really I'm, is.
6: It's two against one right now <laughs> as well.
3: double standards, though. This is like his biggest thing in life. Well, it I don't like obsolete. double standards
6: in any uh, facet of life, whether it's, you know, uh, towards women or towards men.
3: I'm not saying what I do is right, but I know that what I do is very innocent.
6: Oh, I know it is, too. Yeah. It's just more of, of course, you know, as, as any person, <laughs> if you saw your significant other kind of yeah. like in awe of somebody else's looks... You would be like, "Wow, this feels like crap." It can't and feel. I, it can't feel good. Yeah, it and can it's, it's not anything yeah. intentional.
3: Yeah. Also, yesterday when we were watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was drooling over Margot Robbie more yeah. than Leo. Like, I was like, "Oh my god, her face!" My her face, her face, totally. her face, totally.
6: But I do that with guys all the time. Yeah, like I drool over Tom Brady. You do, but it's not just the.
3: You do, 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 you do drool over guys more than girls, though.
6: I know. Actually, you know Guy what's crimes. really funny? What this is a kind of a small story. So I'm a big Rob Thomas fan. Mm-hmm. we were we've become friendly long story short <laughs> we were we were hanging out with him before his last concert in boston uh-huh. and he he looked at ashley and me and he's like you know the more i get to know jared the more i realize that all his like crushes are guys <laughs> and then he was like but Wait, that's what are you trying to say rob no no no. <laughs> but he's like but he's like but i totally get that because when i think about it all my crushes are guys too because wow. like as a guy it's like i You know, obviously, someone like Margot Robbie is stunning and beautiful. But if you're asking, like, who would I rather meet, Margot Robbie or Tom Brady? Or even like Margot Robbie <laughs> or Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not even a well, question. Yeah, I want to meet Leo yeah. every day of the week, and <laughs> twice on Sunday. You know, and yeah. I don't know. That's just like my way of thinking. Because I'm like, man, I think it's also like, cause I I, I want to be like that.
9: Yeah, guy. you want to be like that. You know, and you already have your girl. So like, what's the point? Of well, that's exactly. what
3: yeah. we were also saying to Rob Thomas. We're one our hall passes. We can't have hall passes because they're too attainable. Nope. Which is understandable. They're too attainable. They're too attainable. Like we could just casually run into them on the street, or we like could we're meet one degree. Passes, we're one degree of separation from them. You know what I mean? It's like
6: not even funny anymore because she told me, "Who's your hall pass again?" Well, I
3: think Joe Jonas is my number one hall pass. <laughs> <All>
6: right, who's <laughs> it? Milo Ventimiglia? Milo
3: Ventimiglia. So, is Ma- so
6: oh, every girl in the room is now raising <laughs> we have, their
3: like, hands. Multiple <laughs> <friends> <laughs> hands about Joe and Milo. I obviously have a type between not- Joe, Milo, and Jared. <laughs> not
6: to mention that I just saw a trailer for a a dog movie that's coming out starring milo i was like good god movie
3: looks so warm and snuggly if (laughs) if there wasn't
6: just enough women in the world that will go see that movie um but it's it's interesting because like that could happen we know someone who knows him you know yeah and it's like no that that could we could easily just Meet him, and then I should be like, "Well, that's my hall pass." I you would, said it. That's hall <laughs> pass.
3: So then, when this, when we start having this hall pass conversation, which originated like a year ago when we first got engaged, I was like, "Let's not use the hard word hall pass because that would infer, yeah, that we wanted to like." bang that for sure okay? yeah, yeah, yeah that's not like a like i have a celebrity crush i'm like these are my celebrity crushes not yeah. they're not hall passes okay, that's but i will different. say that different. with leo yeah. i think you'd almost want me to get with leo
6: no <laughs> no would <you>? i see <laughs> people misconstrue that all the time because when i talk about like someone like brady they're like oh you would you would totally make out brady and
1: it's like, like no. you personally yeah, or she? yeah no me oh, you know because they're like okay. oh you love him
6: yeah, and yeah it's like one there's different types of love you know there like is. the They're way i love up. my parents is not the w- same way i love my uh, it's ashley the same way as i love
3: tom brady <laughs> yes <laughs> i agree um
6: but it's i forget where i was going with yeah, this i don't really know where we're going with all of this i don't know we just you wouldn't you wouldn't on. make out with tom brady I think
4: that no not that there's anything and wrong, wrong that with given that the opportunity just, he should make out with tom brady no i would to just hang not out what you
6: want yeah you know okay uh like I said, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. People want to make out Tom Brady. I totally get it. It's just not my preference. I <laughs> want to grab a beer with Brady, even though he doesn't drink beer. I don't think because he's the you know health. I think nut. he does. I think everyone, oh he does. Yeah, yeah he chugged the beer. I remember him that time, like
3: on like somebody's Insta story. It was like, no it was Stephen <laughs> Colbert. <laughs> oh okay.
6: And where he did the he chugged the beer in like half a second. Anyway, <laughs> wow, we really <laughs> went off it. topic. We Really
3: <laughs> there. went off topic. Oh my gosh, uh, Heather, who are your celebrity crushes? <laughs> oh,
1: so yeah, we who's can arrange your
3: next kiss. Since these are all like one degree of separations,
9: we can try to arrange this. Oh, that's such a big question.
1: Well, got,
3: there's so
9: many. There's
6: nobody that comes to mind. Like even just like a few names that you're like, oh, that person, this person.
9: Like since like forever, like since Cinderella story, like Chad Michael Murray. No, like, the Chad Michael Murray is a fantastic celebrity crush. There's totally nothing underrated. better than Chad Michael Murray.
6: Isn't there Chad somebody? Michael oh,
3: in, John Paul in Jones. Hill. He doesn't look that much like him. They're both very attractive men, but I don't think John Paul Jones looks too much like. She's saying no. All right. You like have got to watch One like, Hill. Oh, Jared, my gosh. It's a show Wintry that Hill. you would actually like. And I you was convinced like while watching it that that Chad Michael Murray was the hottest person in the entire world. I think so.
6: I really enjoyed Chackle. Uh, Chackle. Holy Chackle. crap. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray in House of Wax.
3: Oh, okay. I know I've seen nobody.
6: That. Yeah, of course you haven't. Obviously, I'm <laughs> I've heard original Paris Hilton's in there. Yeah, Paris Hilton. There's a couple other people I can't remember. What else do I know Chad Michael Murray from? Because I know he's from Cinderella Story, but um, he's in one. Oh, Tree Freaky Island. Friday.
3: You know? Freaky Friday. Oh, maybe that's yeah. He's a lot.
6: That's where I know him from.
3: Yeah, Chad Michael Murray is a great celebrity crush. He's just like, for, like he's like the ultimate one. Yeah, he's a good one. All right, so he's married. <laughs> I who's think. number yeah, two? I think he's married. Let's oh. pick a single crush. And we'll have our emailers call oh in gosh. with connections. But really, Amy's just connected to everyone. Dang
9: so. it. I, I should have come up come with on, this one before.
6: On. Are you like a 90s heartthrob girl? Or are you kind She's of like 2003? She's 23. 2000? She lived born in like 2000. years old?
9: And 23.
6: <laughs> Holy crap, I'm old.
3: <laughs> I know. She's like almost a decade younger than us.
6: Who's All right, what about Justin Timberlake?
3: No, it's uh, like probably too old for her. No.
9: no, I like Justin Timberlake. Right, but mind. he wasn't like my ultimate, like... When I was what about One Direction? a sophomore in high school, okay. I kissed Harry Styles on the cheek. Why? And it was the best day of my entire life. So
6: you should say that's your first
9: yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Colton, Colton's you go. great and all, but... I met him. I stalked him to a golf course. Like, I heard my friend was golfing. And I heard he was there. And I literally, like, we had a math final the next day. And I was like, I do not care. I stalked him to the golf course. Got the picture. Kissed him on the cheek with my friend. I think it's the best day of my life. Like, literally still to this day, like, I will, like, the feeling of, oh, yeah. Okay. What was, his t- what was his
6: cheek like? It
9: was great. And he was Soft. super nice, Soft. right? Super nice. Everybody super, says well, he was, was like, trying kindish. to run away from everyone, yeah. but, like, I found him. Like, I was, like, I was going. Yeah. Found him. No one else got a picture except me and my friend, and we just, like, stalked into his car. That's amazing. It was an amazing moment. How do
3: you feel about his his casting as Prince Eric? Well, oh! it's, it's not Is officially it
6: yet, I don't think.
3: Oh, Lauren called me like shrieking yeah. that it was official. That's I heard too. Yeah,
6: it's official. Is it not
9: official? I don't know. I don't. I heard think about it's it
6: official yet. Because uh-huh. I went I looked it up when Lauren called, uh, and I don't what? think it's officially. Oh, really? He'd be heard great. Him too. He was great in He's Dunkirk. Perfect. If you guys saw that,
3: I didn't see it. Yeah, he incident.
6: he he can act.
7: <laughs> <know>. Yeah, <laughs> I, many I,
3: I think that what's his name did a great job as Elton John in Rocketman, oh, but I uh, still ta- think that uh, Targon, Tegan Arkenton? Yeah, uh, Egerton, Eggerton. Egerton. Yeah, Taron Egerton. Oh, sh- Yeah, but I still think Harry could have really killed that role too. Okay, well, we are going on and on and on. Heather, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> thank you for good having stuff me. Out that was great.
9: Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks,
6: Heather.
3: I know you guys are probably missing Ben very much. You're like, wow, Ashley really needs Ben to hold this podcast down. Well, that's a busy man. He's been in switzerland okay he's has these companies to run and now he has something else on his plate it is the bachelor live on stage and he is the host of this live tour they're hitting up a bunch of cities um all throughout the country it's gonna be kind of like a game show and ben is hosting the whole shebang you can go get more information at bachelor live on Four
6: Weddings and a Funeral is a new Hulu original series focusing on the lives of four college friends and their different relationship and career crisis. One of the main characters, Craig, has a girlfriend named Zara who is an outsider to the college friend group. Ashley, you ever been an outsider? I feel like you've always been an outsider.
3: What do you mean? You're being so Not a bad right? way. What do you mean? Because I always like embrace myself full-heartedly? I don't think... I don't
6: think heartedly I don't remember stories of you having really a... a Oh yeah, Close I don't have a don't friend have a, high school group.
3: I don't have well wow, an outsider, Jared. I it's called somebody who has a lot of friends in different groups. I never had like a core group. No, I know it was really sad. It is sad, but I, I think that's why I love the Bachelor family so much because it's like my first group of friends that we can all hang together and like we all relate to each other and we mm-hmm. all get along because. Other than that, I've always just had, like, my friend here, my friend here, my friend here, my friend here, my friend here.
6: I think you could probably relate to this coming from The Bachelor, just like I was, I guess. Have you ever had, have you, Do you ever disliked a friend's friend? Like a friend's friend? Like, you're close with a friend, and you're like, I love you, but, but then they always bring another friend around that you have to hang out with because they're friends, but you don't like them.
3: Going to be honest, because nobody's sticking out, I'm going to say no. No, even in the
6: Bachelor world? I feel like that's a given.
3: The Bachelor world? I like almost everyone.
6: Well, that's fair. You're a very sweet person. (laughs) Now, you can catch all the drama in Four Weddings and a Funeral, a new rom-com series produced by Mindy Kaling, premiering July 31st, only on Hulu.
3: What keeps baby skin healthy? For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
2: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
3: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben?
2: Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all.
0: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
3: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like... This is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but this smells so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like.
7: Having no closure, it kills you.
4: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Okay, guys, we are joined by Crystal, who's become really like um, a a regular on this podcast. Like she's been (laughs) on maybe three of the past six episodes, I feel like. But I have a great question that I want to concentrate on with our segment with Crystal because she just got married and because we're about to get married and because this has been something that Jared and I have bickered about when going to other people's weddings. Ooh. The question is... And we asked the Instagram audience this a couple months ago. Do you, how much do you give a couple? How much do you give a couple if you're giving money? Yeah. So like, say you like you're giving
6: money at a wedding as a gift. How much do you give per person? Per
3: person do per you, couple.
6: Do you even do it by per, per person? I'm so confused by this because we went to a wedding a couple months ago, not yours. But somebody else's wedding, we went to <laughs> wedding as well, and it was quite beautiful. <laughs> but we went to another wedding before that a couple of months ago, and I was like, "Oh, we should give this amount." And she was like, "Are, like, are you insane?" Me? I was
3: like, "Jared, how cheap are you? That's so embarrassing."
6: And I was like, "What are you talking about? And this he, is a good amount. Of was money. it a hundred
7: dollars?
3: So
6: a little bit
7: more than that." I okay.
3: I say that it should be two about two hundred a couple, and about a hundred dollars per individual.
7: You know, I think it's so interesting because when you when you buy gifts you're you're buying the gifts and i would spend probably at least a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. individually yeah um when it's money it's so different because it's such a, a different category
3: mm-hmm.
7: isn't it and um i actually haven't am i might have Are we going to figure out how much money I'm giving to you at your wedding?
6: (laughs) We don't want anything. This is is, is
7: is
3: perfect.
6: Don't give anything. This is perfect. (laughs) I'm being honest because so many of our guests, Ashley gets mad at me every time I say this, but I really don't want that many gifts just because, I know Ashley's going to slap me, but I I feel bad for everybody who has to pay money to fly out, get a hotel. It's not cheap. And so the gift is kind of secondary. The most important thing is we want people there.
7: Yeah, but it is it is nice to give, and I think that Chris and I asked for we didn't really ask for um, a lot of presents. We yeah. asked for like money towards like our honey, right. our little yeah. honey fund, and I really enjoyed that because we actually get to create experiences. And mm-hmm. I know like when it comes to money, I think that it's interesting. But I think minimum a hundred dollars a person. Yeah, like, I think minimum. so too.
3: And it seemed like Instagram. W- was I said with Instagram, the Instagram poll, I said around 100 or around 200. And most people said around 200. Jared expected, he thought like the norm was like less than $75 a person. <laughs> uh, you thought it was around $75. Well, I
6: never, I never even quantified it as per person. I was just like, here's money for the couple. I never was like, oh, I got to spend at least seventy five bucks per person. No, Jared.
3: Yes, so if they I, get their tables, their plates that they like. Your your <laughs> dinner cost them at least fifty dollars usually. I know. So it's yeah. so
7: crazy. Like um, years ago, when I first started like going to weddings and had like my friends <laughs> that started getting married, I remember sitting down with her and my friend Ashley and going over. She's like, "Yeah, it's like hundred and fifty dollars a head," and I was like, "Wait, that's what, what it costs to have you there." Uh, what? And she's like and was complaining about, like, people not RSVPing or people wanting to bring plus ones that weren't, like, in serious relationships. And i never seen it from that bridal perspective mm-hmm. before, but I was like, oh, my gosh. There is so much, so much that goes into having guests there. So, y'all, RSVP to the wedding. Yeah, RSVP
6: is a big one. I you know, used to not RSVP. I'm shut up such a according
7: to what, to the registry of what the bride and groom are asking for. And I would say, I personally like doing gifts even if it's just like experiences mm-hmm. so like well, those what you can probably expect from me is like a little note that says what this money will oh. be is for oh, because it's cute. like an experience and yeah. i like having like that little quantifiable contribution
6: no, I liked your registry because it was it was like money for the honeymoon, money for this, and money But it for was that. like
3: but airline, cool. uh, Uber, yeah. right. food like this kind of restaurant. I thought
6: that was pretty thoughtful and pretty cool. What are you guys
7: doing?
3: We have exactly. our Crate and Barrel registry. Okay. And then we also have like a honeymoon, or we have like a, a house fund. We're calling it our house fund because we always spend so much time together watching HGTV and dreaming about our ideal house. Dreaming. That I feel like yeah. everything we do... Is like okay this is gonna go to our house one day
6: yeah i mean every kind of like penny we save yeah it's like all right this is going where is that house? house gonna be
3: that's We'd a great question house will be in rhode island well or, or, or somewhere in this coast somewhere like, around there.
6: probably just la it's so expensive the
7: dollar doesn't go far no out
6: here. <laughs> you don't get your you know the bang for the buck out here and it sucks it's just like why would i pay for a house over here it's like yeah here's a two thousand square foot house Two bedrooms, one and a half bath, $2 million. And it's like, what?
7: I, I know. It's no, insane. No, I was looking. I was, when I first moved out of California in 2012, I was looking on Zillow just for fun. We were always on like Zillow. Not Zillow not like I could fun. afford anything because I was like a server. <laughs> but uh, I saw it in Studio City, 450-square-foot mm-hmm. feet foot studio. <gasps> $950,000 oh and I was like I'm coming from like Montana and Idaho and I was like is this what it is out here
6: yeah you just turn right back around
7: <laughs> just,
3: oh let me get my back in my Honda Accord
6: how long did you work in the hospitality industry for
7: I worked in food and beverage for 12 years wow high five yeah a wow. little closer to 13 actually. uh
6: I worked in it for uh, my first job was uh 15 uh bussing at cellos cellos Chellos. in warwick rhode island Is i was a bust no it was like a it's hometown like family vibe
3: cellos have i been
6: there uh yeah we went to cellos on the water cellos uh on different water. one. Oh yeah it was a different water. one but anyway i i've worked uh for god eleven, eleven, twelve 11 12 years in the, hospital, wow, the hospitality yeah. industry but i know you treat everybody so well and you're so personable with everybody and you can tell that you have a background working with people and i've always right. said everybody it should be a college course to work In the food industry or any type Mm. of hospitality, hotel, because dealing with people teaches you
7: how to deal with people,
6: how to just how to be a nice person, Mm -hmm. you know, to look at somebody in the eyes, to respond to somebody.
7: I think even just to speak um, respectfully, even to just I know as a server, there were. Many, many moments where I just felt so degraded, taking someone's order. And I'm like, I'm trying to serve your family, lady. Oh, yeah. Like, your I, kids are screaming. I'm here, like, helping out. <laughs> I was bartending,
6: too, after the show at times. And it was the worst feeling ever. Because so many times people would come in. Oh, so weird. And so they weird. would be like, oh, oh my God, you? God, you're Jared from The Bachelor. What the hell? Like, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to meet you. Because if you're on TV, they immediately assume that you have fame and fortune. And it was just sometimes really difficult because then mm. I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm bartending here. Like, can I get you something to drink? And it was just like this r- weird, surreal moment, mm. I think, for them because they were like, oh, my God, I thought, like, what are you doing here? You were on TV. And it's like, that's not how reality TV works, you know? Right. And so, uh, yeah, whenever you Well, your-
7: did they. uh Tip you good?
6: Uh sometimes. <laughs> I remember not to be weird, I would get numbers all the time. It was oh, just like bad. that was oh. the thing.
7: But when he was
3: working <laughs> in LA when we first like started dating and he was bartending because he really just wanted to bartend.
6: Well, I wanted to work. Yeah, you he know, wanted I really to work. He wanted, I wanted to work. someplace to go yeah. and
3: like to have a structure yeah, to his day. I used to like pick him up and I'd be like, so, Did you get any numbers? Did anybody hit on you? I love my guy getting hit on by other people. So Is that weird? I like knowing that i have something that other people want
6: so weird <laughs> but
7: you didn't have him at that time no i did no this is no, what we were when dating we were in LA, oh we were dating. yeah, yeah oh was, so when did you quit bartending no like he came uh, back to it for a while in la
6: i stopped in like may i think may or may or june probably june uh, this of this year yeah just about a year ago oh. but uh it just everything kind of picked up and everything was so busy and it was just impossible it was like oh i can work Next Sunday and next Tuesday, and it was impossible. You know. Can really- I
7: ask, how did it feel to put in your resignation?
6: Oh well, I've quit a few jobs. Uh, it's always the worst. I've gotten better at it as I've done it more often, and then you realize that it's not anything personal. It's just I've never quit a job because I've hated the job. You know, I've always quit because there was either a better opportunity or I had to leave or something along those lines. Uh, so I don't think I've ever really had that experience of being like, I hate this place, I'm quitting. It's always been, mm-hmm. I have a better opportunity or I just can't fit it in my schedule and that's what happened with So the for Belmont. me,
7: mine was different. My first job was actually as a dishwasher at a truck stop.
6: Yeah, you were telling yeah. us that. And that's... I
7: used to walk two miles each way that's to go like, wash dishes. I this was what my mom would tell me. what I would tell me.
6: Back when chocolate used to cost a nickel. <laughs>
7: I know, so long.
6: <laughs> I walk, I walk two miles to school. You <laughs> know, kids, I know, I
7: know. you kids are so ungrateful. <laughs> and, well, and then at one point, the school bus would like drop me off <laughs> like in school, in high school, oh, like my freshman year. Christ Yo, me. I was hustling. Like, I grew up with a single mom who really couldn't ever, ever provide. I remember on the bachelor I talked about in third grade, I, I bought myself a comforter for my, my bed because mine had holes. My mom like wouldn't, couldn't afford it. And so I said to all my birthday money and my Christmas money. And while my siblings are out buying candy, I bought, like, it's a beautiful comforter with, like, Aww. floral on it, which is now, like, hideous. But uh, I was, like, so proud. So I've always had this, like, ethic to just really know that it's going to be me out there, like, me, like, providing for myself. And I really carried that ethic throughout, you know, my entire life um, because of that. So when I quit bartending, I remember I would stand there and I would be bartending, like, my last like year and I just I would like pull out the little receipt and like get that extra paper and I would pull out a little Customer pad and start writing down like my mission statement of like my job my career Like my dreams and what I was gonna do and all the steps I was gonna take and I would just be like So connected with it and know that like when I was there granted I was so grateful to be working to be making money and I really enjoyed um, bartending It was really really fun but I knew that I wasn't living my potential, and so part of me was just really like held back and feeling just you know like a flower that just couldn't blossom. Yeah. As long as I stayed safe, and so when I quit, um, also my mom bartended for twenty five years, and I got to see her just never really go after her dreams, and it was yeah, really hard it's to see the same that. Same with my mom. So that was a huge fear for me was that I would never amount to anything else I would only be that I would only play it safe in the world yeah and my dreams would go like uncovered like or still covered and so for me to quit it was this huge huge moment for me and granted I like quit to go make like minimum wage as a fitness instructor but for me it was it wasn't the job it was just that the expression of like the soul and the work I was doing and contributing out to the world yeah
6: going after what you want I'm gonna tell Mm -hmm. a quick story and Ashley's definitely gonna hate me for this, Why? and I apologize. Why? Well, there's a great story that I've heard that I've repeated to Ashley many times that Jim Carrey talks about, and he talks about his father. And he says, my father was the funniest guy, funnier than me, could have been a great comedian, oh, but he was scared story. because that seemed out of possibility, and mm-hmm. so he took a safe job as an accountant, and when Jim Carrey was mm-hmm. 13 years old, his father got fired from that job, and they had to do whatever they had to do to survive. And he learned a lot of great lessons, not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want to do, so you might as well go after what you love. Mm. And that's a line that's always stuck with me, and it's something that I preach and I don't practice.
3: Don't practice.
6: It's, it's you know, because it is hard, because you do have this idea of taking these safe am. jobs, because it, it looks like it's, you know, it there's stability there and security there, mm-hmm. um, but there really isn't. There's no such thing as a safe job, and... Um, so I I, I I give you a lot of credit for kind of being able to get out of your own way and go after the things you want. Because uh, especially coming from your background, and, and I, I think I can relate a little bit, you see a lot of your friends. There, there's so much potential and there's, and there's so many things that they want to do. And then all of a sudden, 15 years go by mm-hmm. and they're still bartending. And there, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that Mm-mm. at all. I, I was a lifelong uh, bartender but I think that there's a lot of people that wish they could do more and just all of a sudden they, they fall into this comfort zone and then years go by and it's like, holy crap.
7: I mean, it's scary to take chances.
6: It's really scary.
7: And I think that I feel so grateful for going on the show, the bachelor, because I mean, for everyone that we've met in our bachelor family, Mm -hmm. I mean, like we all just said yes to a crazy opportunity that was so out of the norm and we just like went into it and we like surrendered into it and it's Taking us on this river of opportunities mm-hmm. and either you pull over because it's too tumultuous for you to handle or you just continue to ride it and you then you learn the attitude that you want when you're on the river like yeah. is, it, is it hard is it you know uncomfortable or is it like an exciting adventure I can't wait to see what's around the bend.
6: Totally. And I remember before we went on the show, I'm sorry. Now I'm on a tangent. I'm sorry, (laughs) Ashley. We're wrapping. It's okay. I'm
3: not. I love the conversation. I
6: just want to say one last thing, because it's along the same lines that you were talking about when deciding going on the show or not. And I remember having a moment to myself thinking, why would I not go on the show? And it was because I was scared. I was scared of what people would think of me. And it brought me back to another quote, which was, um, people make decisions based out of fear all the time and they disguise it as practicality. Mm. And I knew that if I didn't do the show, it was because I was making excuses and it was really because I was scared. And so I ended up going on the show and it worked out well because and now it was I'm engaged. Th-
3: your only wow. real, real risk in life that I, you took. That's
6: not true. I take risks all the time. N- not <laughs> I don't take them all, but I take some risks.
3: Well, what was the last risk you took?
6: I mean, I'm in LA.
3: Okay, yeah.
6: That's a fair we're together.
3: You, that was a you risk. You took a risk. <laughs> of, you He's
6: live, not, in LA, you live in, in LA, LA because of me. <laughs> no, no gel on the wedding day? That's going to be a big risk.
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, I want to take this opportunity to just call out, um, to make Jared feel very awkward. I, he, His dream is to work in movies. And this is like his next big this is like a leap that he would love to take, but has no idea how to get into. Where are you going with this? So I want to know if any of our listeners want to email Ben and Ashley at iheartmedia.com and just let us know if there's any opportunities at any movie studios or anything where Jared can involve himself further in the movie industry. Yes. And he's looking at me with a total judgment right now, but
7: No, we all had the three of us had this conversation the other yeah. night. Yes. Well, but we did. And it we were talking nice. about Jared living out his dreams and owning it and being unapologetic about it. So yes. tell us right here, right now, <laughs> your dream. Own it.
6: I wanna go home.
7: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell us, you got to You got to name I, it. You got to claim I, it. Put it out there. You're putting it out there. I don't know. Nope. You yes, know. you do.
6: I don't know. Sure, no, working movies. Say I don't yeah, know. I agree. You want to? He'd like to write, produce, capacity.
3: direct, act, any of that. Yeah,
6: I just love films. I love the idea of creating uh, a story from scratch and creating a world and characters and uh, and really telling a compelling story. And so that's why I love movies. And I love the. Uh, there's just. Uh, it's the, uh, the creative side of it that really uh, gets me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't have to talk about this. We're talking no, about four weddings and a funeral. That's what we're talking if about. If you
3: guys here. have any jobs out there. Good Lord. It's Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Anyway, okay. well, that's a good way to wrap it up. Um, I also just wanted to throw in there some things that I felt about um, gifts for weddings. I think it also has to do with how far and how much you travel to go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with how close you are to the couple.
6: Yeah, it's, there's all different factors in there. Like
3: Jared and I went to this wedding in Nashville. We spent... Yep so much money to get there well
6: you know yeah it was expensive and you were it was well worth it's it a,
3: it's a nice friend of yours oh yeah but like we friend. definitely wouldn't have we didn't give as much as we normally would have because it was such an expense I think yeah
6: of course and everybody has to factor then, which is why I want people to factor it in when they come to our Wedding
3: yeah totally no 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 I feel the exact same way for people who are coming in from like flights okay coming in from, from like flights, flights. <laughs> yes
7: <laughs> no, right. ho- not horseback or no <laughs>
3: So if you're coming in for one of our flights or you're just going to watch four weddings and a funeral at home on your couch it is the new Hulu original series that focuses on the lives of four college friends and their different relationship and career crises in the premiere. The friends gather for a wedding that is filled with drama and surprises. Maya messes up at Ainsley's wedding why do unexpected things always happen at weddings? There's always something. Our wedding planner is like, all these horrible things are going to happen and you're not even going to know about them because I'm going to take care of it completely. And then I'll tell you the next day what happened. Amazing. Yeah. Jared, wow, money yeah, well a good spent. One. Do you still want to, he wants to kill me for... for no, what? P- yes. No, continue. <laughs> All right. Well, I will make sure to inform you guys of the all the crises that happened behind the scenes at our wedding. But for right now, you can catch all the drama in Four Weddings and a Funeral, a new rom-com series produced by Mindy Kaling, premiering July 31st, only on Hulu. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
2: Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor?
3: I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money
2: Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course.
3: So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on?
2: <laughs> yeah, Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35.
3: Okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. One guy is spending $499 a month.
2: He should really apply for the bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs)
0: 3510300 and follow the climbing in heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
2: Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa.
3: You guys, I remember when my mom gave me, like, the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I Guys, well, thank you for joining me for this extended podcast, a very, very long one that I thought was going to be a short beat, but it was so good because everybody <laughs> loves talking about weddings so much.
6: Yay. Thanks, wedding. thanks
3: for being
1: Howdy.
6: my co-host
3: to my <laughs> future husband.
6: Uh, of course, My baby.
3: almost
7: husband. The, final, almost countdown.
3: Husband. the, the final, final
7: countdown. The final countdown. You, know you guys, married life is the best. You're going to love it. And it, for people who say it doesn't feel any different, they're wrong. Okay. it okay. feels. I like that. It feels... So freaking awesome. That's so great. You're That's love really it. great to hear. You're so You're gonna happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thank Crystal. You. All right, guys.
3: Thank you so much again for feedback on anything we talked about today. Please email Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. And until next
7: time, I've been Ashley. I've been Jared. And I've been Crystal. Toodaloo. Ciao.
3: Follow the Ben and Ashley I, almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or
5: subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.